I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Video games. We've all played them. And I assume if you've clicked on this video, you're probably quite into them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan myself. And I don't even need to bore you with all the positives that we know come from playing them. However, there is no denying the fact that there are some bad things about video games as well. And in today's video, I'll be looking at the internet's best answers to the question, what annoys you while playing video games? When you're at a part where if you die, you have to watch an entire cutscene again, no skips. When the main character does something in a cutscene that they can't do during gameplay. When my character can't do things that I could do, like climb over a three foot high wall. Escort quests. The target is always trying to get themselves killed. When your character says something different than what you meant with the chosen dialogue option. Oh my god, that one actually sucks. When I increase the difficulty, but it only makes my character weaker. When you beat the boss, but then the cutscene has you lose. Like, come on, I handed that guy's butt to him. Cutscenes that cannot be paused, so you've just got to wait for them to end. Oh, it's horrible. 3D games where you can't tell where you will land after a jump. I don't remember the last time I even played a 3D game. Lag? Yep. Plain and simple, who doesn't love a little bit of lag? Getting stunned constantly. Oh my god, if you play Warzone, you know. Disgusting. When my late game Godmo character, who can kill anyone and everyone in the game, randomly gets snuck up on and dropped by one punch in a cutscene, putting me in the villain's clutches. Everyone in the house suddenly needing me for one reason or another. Yeah, that's meta right there, and that's also terrible. Honestly, sometimes it's as if they can smell that I've booted up the game. Binary moral choice system. Option A, donate to the poor. Or option B, eat babies. I know which one I'd rather do. 90% chance to hit. Miss. 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 What annoys me while playing video games? Oh, you know, just how bad I am at them. Yeah, me too, brother. When games waste my time. So many games are padded with unnecessary BS and it's like I've only got so much free time in my life. It's probably the number one reason I'll drop a game or not finish it. Crazy leaps in difficulty. My options for Civ 6 are currently beat the game with little to no difficulty or move to the next level where I'm in last place for every category the entire game while barely fending off barbarians who have units twice as advanced as me. Oh look, here we go. Escort missions again. Especially when the AI is so stupid that it ends up making me fail the mission and start over again. When an NPC you need to follow is faster than your walking speed, but slower than your running speed. Just make the NPC have an adjustable speed to what the player is doing. If they've got important information, they need to tell the player, add a small cutscene at the end, giving the player the download. Quests or missions that keep untracking for some inexplicable reason. I shouldn't need to repeatedly Google how to progress through the game. When it's a team game and the team doesn't work together, well, what's the point then? Hey, but that's just gaming right there. You know, that's always going to be the case. When stuff is cut out of the game to be sold back as microtransactions. Oh my God. I can tell what should have been part of the base game, you jerks. Wow. I don't actually know any games that do that. Guys, comment down below. Games do that? 
That is nuts. Hey, that didn't hit me. That's BS. Yeah, me every time when I get headshot. Oh, you know, the main thing that annoys me is just the other people playing. Hey, why are they always better than me? It's not fair. Infinite enemies. I noticed this first in an older Call of Duty game, where at a certain point, you shoot a bunch of enemies trying to clear the area, but more just spawn. You had to progress through the area to make it stop, then it went back to normal. There's a level in Back for Blood that does this too. Every section of the game I've played, you can kill all the zombies in an area so you can explore a little bit. Knowing the director will throw more at you if you delay too long. But the level where you blow up the boat just throws horde after horde at you until you get to the lower levels. It's just weird. Like, where are all these enemies actually coming from? Does that just mean if you were to keep killing them and not progressing forward for hours and hours and, and days and years on end, would they keep coming? Someone try it out. Let me know. One thing that annoys me is I've just finished the room. So I'd have to say hints that describe what you're already doing instead of how to progress from where you are. Not played the sequels yet, so I don't know if they fix this. And two, good features of games that are left out of the sequel. Elder Scrolls, I'm talking to you. When the RNGesus screws me in the butthole. RNG mechanics are often unavoidable, so it makes no sense to get mad over them, but a bad role at a critical moment can bring me close to an aneurysm. Hey, that's true, but you know, that's kind of life, isn't it? A lot of luck is involved. Any mandatory requirements for an internet connection in a game where you never do anything that would require connecting to the internet. You must create an account? Screw you. You must access the game server to play? Screw you. You must download and install patches for three days before you're allowed to actually start playing? F you. You don't actually want to talk to or interact with other players or find out other people's scores or see how well other people are doing or get holiday themed DLC or be nagged to buy stupid skins and paid to win credits, but you must have an internet connection anyway? No. And screw you very much. Plot critical NPCs behind multiple loading screens. Quick travel to the wizard's tower, load. Enter the tower, load. Climb the stairs to the second floor, load. Go through into the portal to the wizard's inner sanctum, load. Talk to the wizard. It's less common than it used to be, but still gets me every time. I don't know, just mandatory updates that take up several gigabytes of storage and do nothing to improve the game itself. And by the way, on that, updates that are just so massive is unbelievable. Again, I go back to Warzone, guys, but come on. Some of the updates there are, like, unbelievably large. What is even in those? Is it necessary? Do I need to go and buy another hard drive? Yes, is the answer. Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. When people poop on someone who is low level or starting out in the game. Now, look, I do kind of agree with this one because it's unfair, but it's also pretty fun, especially when it's one of your friends and they're frankly terrible. you got to let them know. Let them know early and then they'll improve. Using a film grain effect in horror games, your stuff won't be more scary because it looks like as if I'm playing an old CRT monitor. Bad UI design. Whenever it's on either extreme ends, UIs that are tiny, clustered, and hard to read, or UIs that are gigantic and cover half the screen. As if the UI was designed for 1440p, but the rest of the game was created for 640p. Also, unnecessary extra button push for small repetitive things. Like, hitting more buttons doesn't mean the game is more active if those button pushes have no meaning or reason to exist. Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC had a lot of this. Like, why are interact with objects either E, R, F, Shift D, and whatever else? Just pick one! Come on! Item durability. F off and let me play my game. Not craft, and I'm gonna try and read this out, by the way. No, I'm not. 
That's about uh, two quadrillion axes, which by the way is a lot of axes. When a sports game refuses to make any significant changes to its game, but asks for more money, simple one here guys, stop buying FIFA, genuinely. I don't get why people still play that game. Like, I'm a massive football fan, you don't know that. I don't touch that game anymore, it's the same every year. And yeah, the players are different and they've got different ratings in Ultimate Team, but come on, what's changing? It's the same sh every time. I mean, look, there's actually a response to this comment right below. Stop buying FIFA. We all know that's what you're referring to. And they'll never stop until people stop paying 70 euros every year for the new one in quotation marks. I get why people buy it. Just not for. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Me. If the game requires you to be a sweat... Like, if the game isn't fun or optimal, unless you try hard as much as you possibly can. I've got a full-time job. I've got other hobbies and goals within those. I maybe have five or six hours a week to commit to video games. I'm not building the rest of my life around specific raid or war times. I'm not competing against 14-year-old gated community kids who can play seven hours a day during the school year, 12 to 16 hours a day in the summer. I'm choosing a different title. Now that is fair enough but i do actually have to say on behalf of game developers and people who you know make these games it must be very hard to try and find the balance between you know the casual audience and the competitive audience because you know who do you favor it is tough genuinely not being able to save whenever i want like i've got other things going on in my life if i can only fit in 10 minutes of play right now i want them to be worth it this is the entire reason why my play has slacked off so much because the play has become a chore in a lot of games. Wow, I mean, I don't play that many solo games. I mean, I don't play any solo, like, story games. But when I did, back in the day, a while ago, you know, the likes of GTA and stuff like that, it was very, very annoying when you couldn't save. Especially because that's not fun, is it? Like, I don't want to play the game anymore. I want to save. I will come back and enjoy it, this same exact moment, but now that I can't save and I'm forced to play more, it's no longer enjoyable. I agree. Late to the party, but I can't stand narrative dissonance because the devs can't sacrifice gameplay for the story. It was painful during the later part of Insomniac Spider-Man, where Spidey complains about having broken ribs and being utterly exhausted in a cutscene, and immediately goes into gameplay the same as before while he traverses the city at full health and no changes are made to any of his animations. It's hard to buy into how beaten he is and the sacrifices he's making to save the city when nothing about the gameplay fundamentally changes. Now that is niche, but very, very valid. A wall of text, and at the end, they ask if you understand. If you select no, you get to read it all over again. Now, why is that annoying? To me, that sounds very enjoyable. People telling me how to play when I'm just trying to relax. Now, also slightly related to this, if I'm playing a puzzle game and someone else keeps trying to tell me how to solve the puzzles, especially after I've asked them to stop, that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, that would annoy me too. However, I have to admit, I probably am the person that's trying to help you solve it unnecessarily. Uh, so yeah, apologies, Nick Cara. I really am sorry. Feline interference. Now, 
That is simple and slightly confusing. I'll be honest, do cats get involved a lot in, in games? Not that I can remember. Comment down below, guys. When my right joystick drifts on PS4 and I can't properly control the camera, and to expand that, you know, just your controller or your keyboard or your mouse not working as it used to, or, you know, something goes wrong, that really is terrible. Because, look, I don't mind being bad at a game if it's my fault. But if it's my keyboard messing up, that's going to annoy me. Campers in shooter games. I hate them because I can't beat them. And that is the main issue. That is why people hate campers, because if you camp, you have an advantage. And there's nothing you can do about that. The way to do it and the way that I've kind of learned to get the best of campers is you have to just practice being super aggressive. Again, I go back to Warzone. You just have to practice fighting a lot. That's it. Storming into houses, getting a shotgun out. Or whatever the meta is these days. I don't actually know. But that's that's the play. That's the be. I know botting will always be a thing, but in MMOs, it's an issue with me. I'm not worried about PvE or PvP bots, as I feel that those are easy to crack down on, and in general aren't as good as an actual player. I'm complaining about economic bots. Bots that farm roots for hours on end. Bots that spam dungeons for soloable items, example herb nodes in classic World of Warcraft. Bots that play the auction houses. These bots can oftentimes be harder to detect and can destroy markets on servers by flooding them with items sold at minimum markup because they farm so many of them. Yes, that would annoy me too. Oh, here we go. A nice simple one. Rubber banding in racing games. Oh my word. Honestly, lag is bad. And I think we can all accept that. But if you've just gone around a corner in a race and then you have to do the same corner again, that's tough. Ooh, false tutorials. Okay, interesting one. I can't remember the last time that that annoyed me, but I do get it. If something is very simple and you're forced to do a tutorial, yeah, sounds pretty annoying. A girl? A girl? Roughly 90% of online players. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's funny because it's true. That's all I'm going to say. And look, you lot watching right now, you know that's true. So don't try and argue. Don't even try it, you frauds. When there's a beautiful landscape, like a beach, for example, in the distance that you can't physically walk to. The invisible wall is torture for me. And that, by the way, is why GTA 5 is so good. And why GTA is so good, you can just go anywhere. I love that, very, very cool. So-called teammates that are more interested in jacking up their KD ratio than actually completing objectives and coming to your aid when you're about to get annihilated sucks the fun out of multiplayer. Yeah, I completely agree. I'd, I'd never do that. I've never cared about my KD ever. Honestly, I can't even kid with this. Like That is me. That just is me right there. You know Rebirth Island? Yeah? Resurgence quads? I don't play with a quad. I play on my own. I always have done. And I always will. Oh my god, this one is actually so good. How does this only have 32 upvotes? The stupid new notifications on every new item that don't go away unless you select them or hover over them. Excess clicking, button pressing repeatedly for things that happen over and over again is also very annoying. But Jesus, honestly, the notifications and the new, new, new that you're forced to click, I don't care. Go away. Dialogue you aren't able to skip. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get why you can't skip some dialogue. If the game devs think it's really important to the storyline or whatever, then I do kind of get it. But a lot of the time, dialogue in games is just pretty trash anyway. I'd rather just skip it. And the final answer to the question, what annoys you while playing video games? Advertisements. You know what? I completely agree. There is genuinely nothing in this world that I hate more than ads. And there we go, guys. That is going to do it for this video. But before you even think about clicking off, first of all, you need to answer the question yourself. It's imperative. Get down in the comments below and answer the question, what 
to you off about video games because i want to know let's get some discussion going i want to hear your thoughts and also even if you don't want to comment just go down to the comments anyway and read through some there might be some original shouts in there left by you guys give them a like if they're funny original you relate to them I want to know the best one. So yeah, help me out. Go down in the comments and upvote your favorite suggestions. Now, mine in particular comes from the game Warzone. I know I've referenced it a lot in this video. Anyway, I don't care. Shut your mouth. Pretty much when you're playing, right? Think about this. You're in the final circle. Everything's going well. And then your mate sends you a request to join their party. Now for me, I used to have it binded to my keys. I had F11 and F12. One was to accept the uh, invite. I think that was F11, I'm not sure. The other one was to reject it, F12. And genuinely one time in the final circle, there were probably about five people left, maybe even four. I pressed the wrong button. I panicked and I pressed the wrong button because it annoys you. You know when it like pops up up here, just xxx invited you shut up i'm in the final circle you fraud why would you do that to me but anyway uh what happened is i accidentally joined their party so in the final circle when i was still alive you know full health full armor looking pretty sexy if you ask me uh yeah i accept the invite and i was absolutely fuming so then guys that is gonna do it for this episode of r slash ask reddit really hope you have enjoyed it if you did and you want to see the internet's best answers to other interesting questions check out this video on screen because it's really interesting trust me I made it. Unbelievable, right? It really, really is. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow for a brand new video. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.